listeners. Hi. Hello. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm Rachel. I'm the guest star, Amy. And this is the Black <laughs> Tapes Podcast. It's not our podcast name. What's our podcast name? Armchair Apocrypha. That's right. Armchair Apocrypha. That's the uh, the podcast where armchair experts tell possibly true stories, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so the only rules are you can't talk about anything that you've studied or anything that you work in, which I think that... So Amy, is... Amy can't talk about mm-hmm. insurance? Insurance. <laughs> we'll go with insurance. <laughs> um, so we can't talk about that. Anything... What was the other thing? Anything you that studied. you work in or anything that you've studied. Uh, and that should not be hard for me, so I think we're covered there. Okay. I don't think your topic today is... It's not no. really. I feel like it's, You're like good. A, it's a topic everyone has had you some past exposure test. to. Right. Personal Emphasis. experience. Um, how are you guys... How have uh, your weeks gone? Um, decent. You know, I didn't get cabin fever with all the snow. Wait a minute, that's not much snow. But for <laughs> Southern Indian, well, it was right. a lot of snow. They but closed down school. They closed down school, so that's it's serious, guys. Yeah. So, um, basically, I just didn't. I didn't get cabin fever, which was awesome, and Good. Mm-hmm. you know, just stayed in my PJs watching my Netflix. Yeah. Lovely. Amy and I both worked from home on a Friday because of the snow, um, and Thursday everybody went to get. Milk and, and bread. bread. Oh my god, it was a madhouse. I was like, <laughs> I oh my know. god, it's all I needed was like a few things. I just stopped. I got snacks and like a bottled tea to last me through the weekend, and I bought a pizza. <laughs> and like, I drove past Kroger, and it was just packed. Ugh. Oh my god, like it was serious. Like people were preparing for the apocalypse. Yeah. And I'm like, I just wanted some little Debbie's <laughs> eggs and veggies. Year. Like I'm good. Like Ugh. in and out, man. But uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a lot, a lot of yogurt. I didn't really <laughs> eat yogurt, but it was on sale. Was so like, you can't pass up something that's on sale. A dollar a piece. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. How was your week, Rachel? It was actually the most relaxing week I've had in a really long time. Good. Didn't get called in twice. Almost, but didn't have to go in. It was wonderful. They figured that's it out. Love it. Awesome. Good for you. I know. I know. Standing it's up been, to the man. It's been a great weekend. <laughs> Good. Um, all right. Let's get into it. Um, so I'm continuing my series, Badass Women Who uh, Deserve Their Own Netflix Show. Oh, my God. I um, love it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, today I'm going to be talking about the mother or godmother of rock and roll. Oh, did they do a Drunk History episode of her? Probably. What's her name? Sister Rosetta Thorpe. Yes. I think Retta from Parks and Recreation portrayed her in it. That's awesome. We'll have to look at it again, but <laughs> I love it. But please tell me all about her. Uh, we've got a running joke on the podcast that it's like drunk history, but we're not historians. Yeah. So. I, I gotta get... Okay, you guys are ahead of the game. You're gonna like, chug my water, warm me, and get onto the wine game. Um, now, this is just me not interacting with someone for like 12 hours. Right. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> Um, so Sister Rosetta Tharp was born uh, Rosetta Newbin uh, in Cotton Plant, Arkansas. In Cotton Plant? Cotton Plant, Arkansas in 1915. Hmm. Have they changed the name of the town? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. They probably I hope not. should. <laughs> See. Um, at age of six, she was considered a prod- prodigy. She was performing gospel music. Uh, with her mother um, at her church, um, and she was so good that uh, her and her mother went up to Chicago and started singing up in Chicago. 
which is a big move in 1915, going yeah. from Arkansas to Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Imagine. Um, and uh, eventually she would strike out on her own, um, and uh, she had a rural and urban elements because she went from Arkansas to Chicago so she had that country and that city which gave her broad appeal but it also led to um, a lot of uh, a loss of her popularity late, later on because she wasn't marketable basically Boo. in either genre okay. <laughs> um, she was uh, uh, she made appearances um, with jazz artist Cap Calloway at uh, Harlem's Cotton Club and um, John Hammond's Spiritual to, uh, to Swing concert at Carnegie Hall in December 1938. Um, her recordings of This Train and Rock Me, which combined gospel themes with up-tempo arrangements, were hits in the late 30s, um, and they're considered precursors to rock and roll. Um, and then in the 1940s... Okay. no, there isn't a drunk history. This, there's not? It's about someone else. Okay. We'll make one. <laughs> There's is about, like, R&B and rap, I think. Um, um, okay. She sounds badass. Do you have she a picture to show later? Badass. I will put a picture up on the website. Okay. Um, and we can probably Google it before we move on. Um, <laughs> in the 1940s, it was uh, around the uh, ending of World War II. She was releasing music for uh, the troops overseas, and her... CDs were uh, some of the only that were allowed to be exported overseas. Um, and one of the albums that she released during World War II um, on a V-disc was considered uh, the first rock and roll record. Um, and it contained strange things happening every day um, and uh, the Harlem Hit Parade. Ooh. Yeah. Hey. Um, in 1946, uh, she saw Mary Knight perform at a Mahalia Jackson show in New York, um, and she invited uh, Mary Knight to uh, tour with her and perform with her. And um, let's see, uh, one, uh, one historian, Gail Wald, uh, author of Shout, Sister Shout, claims <laughs> that they were lovers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, take it. <laughs> both Tharp and Knight denied that, but it was the 1940s, so they would. So they would. <laughs> what is? Why was the 1940s weird or something? Something like that. <laughs> I believe the term is regressive. Right? <laughs> Not progressive. <laughs> Not progressive. Progressive. Again. A little just... bit uh, conservative. Yeah. 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 That's. Mm. What? <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> Just Google it. It's okay, nice. okay. What's this word conservative? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Use it in a sentence. Um, in uh, 1964, as the uh, folk revival was cresting, she was booked for the folk blues and gospel caravan tour in England, and she played her uh, one of her most famous gigs in an abandoned railroad station. Um, and this was uh, broadcast nationwide by Granite to Television, um, and it was uh, a rainy day, and she arrived in a horse-drawn carriage like royalty. That's right, she did. Strode across the wet platform. She had champagne with her? Hmm. Champagne, I believe is what they call it. I like to think she had a glass like yours. Yes. Um, and just like... Swiveled it. Yeah, swiveled it. Um, 
got out of a horse-drawn carriage like royalty, strode across the wet platform, picked up her electric guitar, plugged it in, and played Didn't It Rain. Oh my gosh! That is so cool, I'm imagining this right now. This um, has got to be made into a miniseries, at least. <laughs> I Get on love Netflix. This series. <laughs> um, there are documentaries, and Rolling Stone has a great uh, article about this, which is where I've been taking most of the information. Um, so go check those out. Uh, in uh, 1970, she had a stroke, um, after which she wasn't able to perform as much, um, and one of her legs was amputated as a result of oh. complications from diabetes. Oh. Um, but she kept performing up until her death in 1973. Shit. Um, she actually died on the eve of a scheduled recording session. I thought you were going to say that she died on stage. No. <laughs> that would be cool, but... What it? <laughs> Oh come on! Like to fin- like to die on stage after like a final act as the applause yeah. around you. And a final you. act, yeah. and then you How like yeah. that happen. I, I don't know. I feel like there's some kind of poetry in that. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'll take it. Um, back uh, in the 40s and 50s, uh, playing guitar was seen as a masculine activity, mm-hmm. um, and she was so good at it that a lot of people said that she was like a man on the guitar. Um, and not just a person on the guitar? Not just a, <laughs> not just a great guitar player. She was like a man. She was a dude. <laughs> dude she was like a bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't here in my head. <laughs> Going back to that uh, conservative 1940s thing. Um, I'll figure she, it out one day. Maybe. Uh, but she influenced Johnny Cash, Chuck Berry, Elvis mm-hmm. Presley, Aretha Franklin, Jerry Lee Lewis, and uh, other... Of the early rock and roll stars and uh, middle rock and roll stars, Isaac Hayes, George Melly, Tina Turner, Meat Loaf, uh, Neil Sedaka, Shawn Michael, Alison Krauss, and Robert Plant. So not many people. Just just a couple. Just a couple, you know. That's Uh, so cool. And that was uh, the mother or the godmother of rock and roll, depending on who you talk to. Mother or godmother? Love, Which would you I, prefer? Okay, can I be honest? When we say mother and godmother, I ferment. I think of like a like a Cinderella? Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Like I am the mother, <laughs> the godmother. <laughs> like that's where my head went for a minute. I was like, that's pretty badass. <laughs> like a sword, to, like does her like guitar turn into like a sword? That would and, be awesome. And then when you talked about like the peg leg, I was like, does she have like a bedazzle? <laughs> <laughs> or that amputated? Leg. That's just my picturing. That's where my mind goes. I can people. see that. I mean, come on. <laughs> we'll put her in a game That's of awesome, though. I yeah. mean, just, you know, she's like... <laughs> That's a guitar. That's yeah. not like a band. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, let's see if I can pull up a picture of her real, real fast. Do it. Sister is at a tharp. Oh, okay. I have to join the cool kids and I down my water. There she is. Giving epic side. Oh my gosh! Look at the way she holds that guitar. I like it. She's hot. (laughs) That's awesome. I love her like shadow in the background of that one. We'll put up both of these pictures. One of them is her holding a a guitar and she's like very clearly dancing with it. And the other one, she is just giving side eye and it looks a great side eye. A great side eye. Do you want me to top you off, Andrew? Uh, Please, yeah. He can have the rest. Thank you. You winos. (laughs) So, Rachel, what did you bring? Okay. I've already bitched to Andrew about this, but my computer literally crashed me as I was writing this. Yes. So, it's not completely finished, but we'll see what happens, which is unfortunate because I love this. This is... 
first time I've ever done it, it's a part two, because I started it mm-hmm. last week, but it's so long that my part two is today, and it's going to have a grand finale, but it's not that grand now. <laughs> um, but it's about the women's suffrage movement. So the first part was about 1820 to the 1900s, and then so part two is about um, post-1900. We can always say this is two of three, and you can do an epic finale next week. Yeah, well, I then I got nothing else. I got, I mean, like, every <laughs> I literally work. had, like, 45 minutes, and then all of a sudden my computer just went, oh, no. but I was able to snapshot kind of what I wrote, so we'll see what happens. Good. So. I'm looking no, at it and I'm like, this always intimidates him too because I just read from it because I'm not good at memorizing things. I'm not an actor. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, quick recap is the first movements began in the 1820s and the 1830s, right when they allowed the all white men to vote whether they had land or not. And then it started with the abolitionists, mm-hmm. they gained momentum, and then of course the Civil War happened, so it kind of sizzled down a bit. And then finally it started picking back up, thanks to Elizabeth Caddy Staten and mm-hmm. Susan B. Anthony. And then there were a ton of independent organizations in the 1890, all kind of going for the same thing, but then finally, or before then, but then in 1890 they all joined together to form one unified group called the National American Women's Suffrage Association. Mm-hmm. NAWSA. N-A-W-S-A. N-A-W-S-A. <laughs> uh, it kind of like just flows off, I know. Sure, yeah. Um, but now the suffragist approach had changed instead of saying that women deserve the same rights and responsibilities as men because men and women were created equal. I said this like last week yeah. too. Um, this new generation of um, activists argued that women deserved the deserved to vote because they were different from men. They used this idea that they could create a pure, more moral commonwealth. And I had said like earlier, the thing is political to get the. Um, uh, uh, Excuse me. The temperance people on their yeah. side, and then the white supremacists on their side. And, <laughs> yeah. It's just like you say that. I know. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so, now we're going post-1900. This might be a little out of order, because I didn't get to do anything and everything. So, starting in 1910, several states out west had already given the women the right to vote. Mm-hmm. It was really the southern and eastern states that resisted this radical change. I wonder why the southern and eastern states would do that. I don't know. No idea. Um, During the 1916 conventions of both the Democratic and Republican parties, they both endorsed the women's suffrage. So, yay. yay. But only uh, on a state-by-state um, basis with the implications that various state get to implement what they want, i.e. meaning that in some cases they wouldn't implement it at all. So it literally wow. meant nothing. <laughs> I'm okay with women's suffrage, but you decide. Right. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are we allowed to cuss? I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, we okay. do. I want to make sure because I'm no, you're fine. You're fine. Cry. Redact. Um, <laughs> no, no. So, you know, that was that literally all just like white, like you said, white fluff. It means fucking nothing. Um, so neither side took a stance on it, is all I'm saying. Right. So, of course, this did not sit well with the Naswa president at the time. Um, okay, okay. Can I just say, when you went Naswa, I was like, is that like Kofefe? <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, okay. no. Okay. Thank God. Um, President Caddy Chapman. Oh shoot! I think I wrote her name down wrong, or I didn't save it. Chapman Cat. So she unveiled 
her idea of the winning plan idea to get the vote at last, which okay. was a blitz campaign that mobilized state and local suffrage organizations all over the country with specific focuses on those like most against it. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, there was another group called the National Women's Party that focused on more radical militant tactics like hunger strikes and White House pickets. Um, aimed at winning um, dramatic publicity for their cause so that people will actually know like what they're fighting for. Right. And um, this is where my computer fucked up on me, so it's going to be a little weird after this. So you know what else happened in 1916? What happened in 1916? I know you know this. Um, Jeanette Rankin was... <laughs> it was a good year, guys. <laughs> was one for the books. It was an awful year. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Jeanette Rankin. Jeanette Rankin was the first female elected to Congress mm-hmm. in the state of Montana. So, woohoo! Um, so, you know, we're out west here in Montana. They elect this female. Mm-hmm. She goes to D.C. And what's her first vote? Her first vote is whether the United States should join the World War One. And she is a huge, huge pacifist. She's like, uh, no, I'm against it. She was not the only one. 55 other men also voted against it, but her state was not kind of on board with that. So when she ran for re-election, she didn't get it. Oddly enough, she did run again 24 years later in 1940 and won. And guess what? That is 1940. What does she have to vote against this time? World War II. Now this time, she was the only person who voted against the World War II because of Pearl Harbor. Everyone's kind of on board with it. But as a hardcore pacifist, she's like, uh, no, I still hold strongly to my beliefs. Total badass woman. And then she actually, like, got like, death threats. And like, people, she had to hide in a phone booth at one point because people were attacking her. Like, I have to, we have to do a whole segment on her because her whole life story is amazing. But basically, like, she, she was shunned for the rest of her life because of voting against World War II. But she's like, um, I'm against it. Is she also the first woman who wore pants in Congress, or am I thinking something It didn't else? say that, okay. but you know what? She was she, she was the first and only elected congressperson in the, woman in the state of Montana. There's not been a female since then. Nope. Um, I, like, triple-checked my sources on that, and it was like, yeah, she's the only female. Um... So going back to like um, the women's suffrage movement. Mm. So now that we're in World War One, now guess what? Women's suffrage, just like in the Civil War, takes a back seat. Got to finish out the war, as one does. Hold on, let me see if I have a better picture of this one. The war is really screwed with women's rights, guys. Yeah, screw wars. <laughs> Make love, not <laughs> war. <laughs> um. So since the fucking war happens. Um, women's suffrage kind of took a back seat and they waited it out. But this is kind of like a precursor. It wasn't to the same extent that World War II was, but women actually went into the workforce and they kind of did the men's job and stuff. And so that way, after World War I, people um, said that uh, women's work on behalf of the war effort, activists pointed out, proved that they were just as patriarchal and deserving of citizenship as men. Mm-hmm. So, and it's kind of like... Got people to it. So I'm going to read this. This is a really good whole story about. Now we finally have, like, them finally passing the amendment. Do you guys know which amendment is on the right to vote? 19th. Yeah. What he uh, said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so I memorized the last time that the bill of, for this was written 40 years beforehand, and they did not yeah. change it at all. So on August 18th, 1920, the 19th Amendment was ratified. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, 
The U.S. was founded. Its female citizens shared all the same rights. Uh, no, we're going to ignore that part. I meant to go to this part. All right. So on May 21st, 1919, a U.S. representative, James R. Mann, he's, he was a Republican from Illinois, he was on the suffrage committee and proposed this. Mm-hmm. The measure passed um, the House 304 to 89, a full 42 votes above the required two-thirds. Two weeks later, it goes to the Senate, and um, uh, by two votes, it won the required majority, 56 to 25. Mm-hmm. The amendment was sent then to, ratific- to the states for ratification. Within six days, Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin, each ratified it. Kansas, New York, and Ohio followed right behind them a couple days later. And by March of that year, or the 1920, a total of 35 states had approved the amendment, one state shy of two-thirds required for it to happen. Um, so southern states obviously were adamantly opposed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Seven of them had already rejected it, and those seven were Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, and South Carolina. We see you. And Virginia. <laughs> yeah, we see you, you we seven see you. Seven. We see the big um, And then, so it's finally going to the state of Tennessee. Okay. Um, so it was up to Tennessee, literally, they say, for people to, like, for the women's suffrage thing to pass. And this is where the yellow and the bright roses things come in, right? What? The suffrages versus the anti-suffragettes. I couldn't get into that because my computer crashed on me. <laughs> Some other time. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. I also wanted to talk about about Alice Paul. Yeah. But I couldn't do any research on her and this phone wasn't quite like working with it either. Right, right. But we'll look her up another day. Because she also had a big uh, part in it from like 1910 to onwards. Um, so... I like how it says this. The outlook appeared bleak, (laughs) given how other southern states had gone. And then also Tennessee state legislator, um, um, they literally were at a tie for whether to, like, pass it or not. And it all came down to a 23-year-old guy named Harry Byrne, a Republican from McKinn County, to cast the deciding vote. Guys, if your last name is Byrne, don't name your child an uh, adjective. Uh, <laughs> Harry Byrne. Harry <laughs> Byrne. Uh, although Byrne opposed the amendment, his mother convinced him to approve it. <laughs> Apparently his mother wrote to her son, don't forget to be a good boy and help Mrs. Cat put the rat in ratification. <laughs> good work, Mrs. Byrne. That's amazing. With Byrne's vote. <laughs> I know. <laughs> With Burns' vote, the 19th Amendment was ratified, um, certification, like, all legalized it, and then it finally passed in, like, um, August 26, 1920. On yes. November 2nd of that same year, more than 8 million women across the United States voted in elections for the first time. Fucking A. It took over 60 years for the remaining 12 states to ratify the 19th Amendment. Mississippi was last to do so March 22nd, 1984. <laughs> 1984. 1984. 84. 84. 84. So, 64 years, or 20, God. 62. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, 64, and 64, it passed in 20, yeah. Um, so that was funny. So, I usually do fun facts at the end of mine, but I didn't get to it by three. <laughs> um, so, basically, New Zealand was the first nation to allow women the right to vote as a whole country okay. in 18-fucking-93. Go New Zealand. Um, yeah. 
And then before the 19th Amendment, 15 states had already allowed women uh, to vote in all elections. Most were up west, obviously. While 21 prohibited from certain elections. So, for example, in Texas, women could only vote in primaries, but not, like, actual elections. Uh, <laughs> I don't, like... At that point, it's like, then what why? the fuck? Why? Yeah. Why? Um, and then 12 states entirely prohibited women from voting because of their feeble minds. Um, <clears throat> I added that last part. Because um, of the patriarchy. Because of the fucking patriarchy. <laughs> um, so the last part I wanted to go about was, like, the opposite of, like, America versus Britain and getting the right to vote because they were doing it around the same time. Mm-hmm. And they were, like way more hardcore. I didn't get all into it, but basically, they would, like, chain themselves to fences and to, like, local offices and, like, wouldn't move from streets. Like, they were radical about it in, like, the coolest way possible. But I wish I had more about it. And they got the right to vote, I think. Uh, when did they get it? <laughs> it's not like she's Googling or anything. We don't do that all the we, time we, on the we show. Don't, we don't do that. <laughs> I just said Britain right to vote. <laughs> Written women right to vote mm-hmm. in eighteen. So they did it two okay. years. I thought they did it right before, and then that also helped. I think give, um, and that happened right after World War One. So I think that also had a bit big impact for why they did it. Mine's usually a lot longer than this, but <laughs> fuck my computer. Yeah, really went through that. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Well, I usually have a lot more than that, which is why I talk faster, but yeah. we'll blame my computer and not me binge-watching The Runaways all day today. <laughs> That's um, not a bad way to live. We should definitely come back to uh, all the things that you said that you want to come back to. Um, there were two women. and then Alice Paul. Alice Paul. And then um, Jeanette Rankin, who's Jeanette the first Rankin. female congresswoman. Okay, and then uh, just fin- flush- finishing out the, uh, the last part of it. If yeah, you yeah. I might be able to do like trinkle those in my last parts with my fun facts. Yeah. Okay. So, Amy, so... let's talk about dicks. <laughs> let, let us talk about dicks. <laughs> so, I really like title of this. This is totally off kilter. We're talking about two badass women, and then we're going to talk about phalluses. Mm-hmm. So, okay. No, my whole ra- it might is more of a rant. I don't really have facts. I mean, I have a couple <laughs> of articles that I'll pick from of okay. like the why factor. Mm-hmm. But okay. So in this day and age, for many wanting to venture into the world of dating, <laughs> and I'm talking about the dating app, mm-hmm. more importantly. Which one? I mean, just in general, I feel like, because, like, it doesn't say, like, a specific one, but, like, I mean, think about in this day and age, like, everything is through technology. Yeah. It's not like in the olden days where you would have to, like, you know, court a woman with flowers and candy, you know, maybe offer a mule, you know, it's not <laughs> like in that day and age. I mean, like, I'll give out. you two of them. <laughs> you are a true gentleman. You know what? Just offer your father so, a mule. You know, <laughs> offer a mule, you know. It just, I mean, I like to think that, you know, the 40s were... A good time for that, 50s, 60s. <laughs> you know, at least they bought a woman dinner, uh-huh. and, you know, they didn't expect the big nasty. If they were going to, you know, put that Wait out there, weird. they at least, like, oh, no. Like, oh, please, people have always been horn dogs, But, you know, they'd at least buy her dinner, buy her flowers, show yeah. her a good time, and then be like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> you know, at least the woman got something, like, a little, okay, well, at least, I, you know, for doing the whole song and dance, you did the dance part. Well, you did the song part, now to the dancing part, but, I mean... My whole point, though, is just, okay, 
So in dating apps today, I feel like I'm I have one on my phone, but I've not like actually set it up, logged into it yet because I hear so many horror stories about women <laughs> who are lucky to legitimately meet like guys just to talk to you right. and actually yeah. like get a relationship going. Yeah. They're not just a hookup, which I understand some people use the apps for hookups and mm-hmm. it works for them and if the other people are consenting adults that are in for the same thing, you know, bully for you. Yeah. But for some, like, especially one friend of mine, she said, so I was talking to this guy and he seemed really nice and then suddenly I got a dick pic one day. <laughs> like, it just showed up on her phone and I'm like, sorry? Like, and she's like, no, like, we weren't even really flirting or anything. We're just talking and suddenly, whoop, Bam. there it was. Like, boom, there it is. So... My whole rant is just like, gentlemen, why? I feel like I would respond, are you, are, do you want me to look for an infection? Like, I don't, <laughs> I do see some, like, something odd. Is that what you're asking if me for? me, I would say, is that it? But, um, <laughs> I just, I don't get it in this today's, like, social interaction. So I started, like, you know, and I'm thinking, well, were you leading him on? I mean, I'll, th- I'll say this. It's bold. I mean, I'll give him that. I mean, you know, you're, it's a mm. bold move, but I mean... You know, why don't you actually do this crazy thing like taking her out on a date, treating her like a person, or like whoever it is, you know, guy, girl, girl to girl, guy to guy, whatever. I mean, we're all looking for love, you know, we're all equal, (laughs) at least in that aspect, Um, or in general, too. I'm going to sound like a pig for talking like that, and I feel like we have one as president, and we don't need someone else talking that way. But my point is, just like, how it, gentlemen, ladies, whatever, it's not hard to get laid. It really isn't to get, like, take someone out on a few dates, treat them like a person, actually take an interest, and if you do the horizontal mambo, good for you. I mean, you'll get there, trust me. I mean, and to me also, if you think about it, the whole dating thing, it's kind of like a show. And the big finale is when you actually do the big nasty and you get to do the big reveal you know what I mean? <laughs> do it instead of just jumping to it it's just kind of like well there was no real build it just was wham bam there it is so i actually was like are you about to show us some because i'm like oh no i've never actually received any if i did they were always in underwear and again wait hold on i never asked for them i don't have any dick pics no 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 have you Ever I'm, sent one? Have I've you never sent, sent a dick pic? Unsolicited dick pic. Okay. There okay. At least you, you know, you, were, you, were yeah. they like, hey, can you send me one? And you were like, all right. And I mean, let me just say, like, taking any kind of sexy photo, my God, there's so much pressure to do that. Like, you gotta get the to lights in. You gotta get the lighting right. You gotta, like, you can have angle. your face in it, but I would always put my face in and be like, because I looked cute at the time and I wanted to document that too, but apparently that's a no no. And I don't really have much to show for it, so I'm like, well, I can't take a picture of my tits. And, like, no, but I mean, some may like a nice beaver shot, but then you have to make sure it looks nice and you have to you have to put it through three hours of hair and makeup. I'm just saying, it's more work, I feel like, to even take a pic and send one, but maybe that's just the female perspective on it here. It I don't probably know. is. I think, guys, I mean, Andrew, you could probably weigh in here, like, it's just like, take, drop, drop it out. out. There you go. No, I usually, like, uh, either on my couch or, like, on my bed, I'll, like, lay out. <laughs> so you get it already. You have, like, a sepia, like, don't do it. <laughs> Selfie stick. Noir. <laughs> Black and white. Make it something dramatic. <laughs> Maybe add a meme to it. Oh, I've actually seen a meme one. A meme one? A meme dick pic. A me- no, like a meme of the helicopter. Oh. oh. <laughs> it makes me laugh so much. 
But so, like, I was just curious, and so I was like... So what, is, what do psychologists say? So, I mean, do we, can we actually say, like, where we pulled from, like, sources? Please, yeah, yeah, you can. Stuff? Okay. That's probably better than me just not giving the History.com channel any of my... <laughs> <laughs> I literally read them verbatim on the last part. So, um, I, like, pulled from a few sites and a few, like, articles that mm-hmm. people have heard of or know of. So, like, Psychology Today is one. And it's Why Men Send Pics of Their Junk. And this is by Detail. J- David J. Lay, Ph.D. Oh, so, so I just, it. like, skimmed through it. And so, basically, um, he was kind of saying, you know, it's most likely that this behavior represents an aspect of men's misperception of female sexual interests. <laughs> men love the idea of receiving such pictures from strangers, and they assume women do, too. Which, I mean, I'm not Do they saying, want dick pics? Is that what he's saying? I think it's more of, like, and then whenever... He, they like, meant, like, when a man sends a dick pic, I think just, like, randomly to a girl he just met on a dating site, he's thinking, oh, they would really want this, too, because it's free porn. Which, I mean... Some people, like, are probably really into that. I mean, you know, again, your thing. But I'm, like, to me, I'm like, why don't you just build up to that? Like, whenever you actually know a little bit more about the person. And so this guy's basically saying, and a lot of articles say, too, it's, like, it's more about, like, him asserting his dominance and some. And, you know, which, I mean, I can kind of see that. But it's always, and then, too, it says, male mating strategies have always included an element of boldness, which, I mean, it's pretty bold. I mean, like I said, you know, just sending your wang out there for, like, some woman that you've never met before to see it. I mean, there's a certain boldness to it, but... I feel like it, next time, or if you ever receive one, just be like, I'm going to show all my friends this. <laughs> and Actually, then... my grandmother thought it looked nice. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Granny wasn't new it. Um... <laughs> I mean, to me, I'm like, and then there's like, um, men fear sexual rejection, and by sending pics of their genitalia, they are almost getting pre-approval. Okay, this isn't like for a car. Yeah, and I'm like, I just read that. that like sounds, pre-approval, or like, what's their credit like? That sounds like ridiculously convoluted. Yeah, pre-approval. This way, they get the chance of rejection out of the way early, so oh they don't have gosh. to worry about being rejected or shame once they drop. That their just sounds like an excuse, yeah. honey. Come on, <laughs> no. Like if a woman, I mean, me, uh, me as someone who hasn't been in a date in like a year, like I'm sorry, but if someone actually took the time to like date me, get to know me, all this stuff, and then when it came drops to the his big George, reveal, like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I think we should see other people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I just say it. To me, my whole philosophy has always been, you know, size really isn't an issue. I feel like as long as it works and it gets the job done, you're good to go, mate. That's my whole philosophy. And I'm just saying for, like, the whole body image thing, I'm like, come on. The whole rejection, oh, I'm afraid you're going to reject me. (laughs) Well, she's kind of already in it if she's interested. If she's talking to you. If she's been in, like, she has some measure of interest, so I'm just saying, fella. But that's just, like, kind of, like, I'm again, I'm, like, going briefly through this, like, one article, and I was going to touch on a couple others, so if people want to, everybody, Google it. Um, See if you can Don't Google dick pics. Do not Google (laughs) about it. (laughs) You will just, just don't. Um, <laughs> just, just, don't. just what don't. picture I put up for her segment? I don't know. Yet. <laughs> well, this is a pretty interesting one of a pixelated dick, like being cut out of. A it looks like a Ken doll. It does. Oh my god, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> don't worry, we won't put that up, Andrew. <laughs> oh my god, that guy looks familiar. Kidding, I recognize um, that. <laughs> 
<sighs> I know that more. <laughs> <laughs> but like some women say, you know, it's another form of sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, yeah. Like it just unless like a woman is asking for it. Then don't it's it. like the same way as someone just walking around on the streets in like a coat and just like a flasher, just flashing their goodies. Um, so that's what one woman said, and like another, I think it's in the same article. Which again, I'm getting again, I just skimmed through. It's called "Real Dick Pic Senders Explain Why They Do It." But this oh. one woman said that she was like, "I got a dick pic randomly on my phone from a guy I was talking to," and she's like. That's my phone. That's like a sacred thing. Like I talked to my parents on that day. <laughs> yeah. I like have pictures of my nephew on that thing. Like I don't want that to be on there too. It's just like some sites like which I guess um I don't know all about the sites. I mean I've never really heard about a few, but like OK Cupid, Tinder, um but what is this thing? This woman said that that was an issue and that she ran into until she finally found her boyfriend, but um According to a recent Match.com study, sexual photos from guys are the biggest turnoff for women. No shit. Shock. Shock and awe. I felt visually assaulted. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? I felt visually assaulted every time I checked my phone for updates. I just felt dirty after using my phone. That's the same device. Yeah, like I just said, I communicate with my parents on. But 45% of women have received R-rated photos from men online. Dating site studies tend not to provide data about unsolicited versus <laughs> solicited pictures, but anecdotally, it's safe to say that a lot of those pics were unwelcome. <sighs> I just, I don't yeah, because it's a dating site one. Yeah, so, it, but mainly the whole thing about this article is like it's harassment and they know it. And, um, <sighs> the, that's what this one said. I think that lashing out towards women on online dating sites, whether harmless annoyance or genuine harassment, is caused by being ignored so thoroughly by so many women. Okay, this is from a guy said this, obviously. Okay. <laughs> After a while, women on these sites aren't people with feelings, they're just thousands of profiles, <sighs> who all seem to dislike you for completely unknown reasons. Dick pics are, I think, a very specific form of this harassment, probably from guys who are more on the narcissistic side and perhaps overly confident about their bodies. The end goal of this little game is to elicit some kind of reaction, good, bad, or otherwise. So some people really are in it for, like, that send are in for the shock factor, which, I mean, it's it's pretty shocking. But um, we're going to go to my one magazine that I always find entertaining is Cosmopolitan. <laughs> Men explain why they send dick pics. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I mean, as nice as they are, banana emoji. <laughs> banana? Yeah. Not what? eggplant? Not eggplant. Uh, yeah. I thought that's what it, the, the universal is, yeah. emoji was. I thought about. it meant you wanted eggplant for dinner, so I've been reading <laughs> that wrong for a long time the now. The eggplant with the water emoji. <laughs> or like the equal, 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 equal <laughs> infinity sign. Or is that the other right. way around? Infinity, equal, whatever. Oh, how you can make a penis on the calculator? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally did that. Oh, what was that? I used to do that all the time and laugh in class, and people were like, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. Or it's spelled boobless. Boobs. Boobs. <laughs> that was always a fun one. So, how old are we? No, <laughs> it's not important. It's not 45. Old. 50. <laughs> uh, so some men want to get something in return. So this person says, I did it one time. Not sure what I thought was going to happen. Maybe I thought I had a good looking dick and wanted to show it off like a monkey. Maybe I thought. I added the like a monkey. <laughs> <clears throat> 
And maybe that, and I think that is too. Maybe I thought I would get nudes from her in exchange. I don't know. But the laughter and ridicule of my 70s bush was not what I was expecting. <laughs> then I found out she showed it to her 80-year-old co-worker. Never again. Never yeah. again. Which I can't say. If I received a dick pic, I would show people. I'd be yeah. like, look what I got. Um, others do it for the reaction. Like I said, some people just want like the whole shock value of being like, I sent it. Right. But, um... It can it can be a part of a sex or a porn addiction, which I totally I can see relate that. to. Oh, sorry, Rachel, <laughs> I told you that in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So um, another one is some use it to find out if a potential partner is interested or not. Why not just ask her out on a date? Yeah. Go get coffee. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, just something simple. It's really take a walk in the park. <laughs> I mean, I could go on. I'm telling you, people, listen to me. I am your voice of reason. I can help you. We're going to have, like, Amy's advice column. (laughs) It's going to be like, instead of Dear Abby, Dear Amy, Amy, I will help you. I will give you the ugly truth. Like, and I feel like I'm pretty... We can can put that up on the site. Yeah, yeah, I will totally do that. Be like, listen, especially when it comes to dating, like... I feel like since I have a vagina, I'm pretty qualified. To and, and, I mean, men, women, if they have like, well, what do you think I should do with such and such? I um, want to hear okay. Amy's advice. <laughs> it's going to be like drop, like leave a bottle of wine on the table. And, <laughs> and then she just starts camera. answering them. What about um, trans and non-binary dating? What about what? What about trans and non-binary dating? If they have questions. If, if they, they have, have questions, questions, I mean, totally. Like, I'm open to anything. And again, I understand. It's like, again, for some people who are actually, because I mean, I do have friends that, like, they're all for, like, the whole, what, like, hookups and, like, the picture mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And I get it. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Just be safe about it. Be respectful. Be, you know, as long as they're consenting adults who are in it for the same thing, then, I mean, you yeah. do you, boo. But I, I just, uh, I don't understand. I'm, like, just talking to someone, getting to know someone. <laughs> We're going to have Amy's corner. <laughs> yeah, Amy's, Amy's little rant for 10 minutes. Amy's 10 minutes, and then I'll be like, mic drop, done. <laughs> and he'll probably be like, what? You guys have like intellectual, like, oh, we're going to talk about this. And that's like, and then there's the drunk neighbor that comes in. Get it together. I think this is good. Yours is just as important as ours. Current, it's very important. I mean, I mean, I'm not to be that selling that person, but seriously, like, when I heard about this, and then I really started thinking of it, and then that's what I do at night before I go, I'm just laying there with my hand <laughs> and I'm just thinking, and I'll think about it, and I'll think about it, and then, yeah, it, and then it's, it, when, it's in, when it's in there, it's in there, and, um, <laughs> and that was in there. Yeah, and so, but, it, I mean, I did find this to be interesting, because some men, like I said, just want to show off their big penises, which... I mean, how do you know, like, it's big to you, but it could be eensy-weensy to somebody else. <laughs> Some guys do it to turn on women, which, I, again, I can kind of see that. But, again, that really is only makes sense if you're actually, like, dating the person. And, like, and let me just say, it's risky when you send a date, like, a dick pic or any kind of pic of your body. Just saying. Yeah. For the record. Um, others do it to boost their low self-esteem, which, again, if you're, like, especially to, like, ladies, if you're looking cute and you have, like, on that new Victoria's Secret thong, I get it, but you're better <laughs> than that. Just saying, you're better than that. Um, and some people like it for the buzz, like, they get a high from it. Like, I've sent my dick to some girls I knew for a short time and was lucky to receive positive responses. The thrill to do it got the better of me. I'm fortunate to be really happy about my ding 
Good for you. <laughs> that's what he names it. Don't call it that. I wouldn't do it completely random. <laughs> it's already taken. That's why. I mean, it, there's so many clever dick names you can come up with. I mean, but I, that's just my whole thing that I don't get in today's society. And then I almost started watching in my binge watching um, The Black Mirror because I've heard good yes. things. And it's like technology based, right? It is. Like it all goes back to apps and all this stuff. Right. But then. Ash versus Evil Dead was calling my name, so I went that right. What the hell? I was just telling her that I like watched she that. Just, he just night. talked to me about that. It's like it, it's a, it's not like oh, you're not gonna have nightmares watching it. I'll right. tell you that. Like, but you guys know me. It. You know me. I watched. Oh my god, I did buy it, and I was watching it. Like, it was weekend, and I was like, "Where's Rachel?" <laughs> we watched uh, it in theaters with Rachel, no. and like oh every time minute she was like, "I'm done. I'm out," and then she just sat there and kept watching. <laughs> It was great. And then she would come back, she'd be like, I'm going to get a beer. I'm going to get a beer. And I did. And then she would leave and she'd come back and she'd sit there and she'd be like, what happened? I'd like tell her like the briefest thing. She'd be like, oh, okay, so I didn't miss much. And so she's sitting there and then like with a really creepy like spoiler projector scene came out. She went, ah! And she was like, like, I hate this. I told you I hate this. I don't like it. And I'm just cracking my shit up. Like, well, do you want some candy? Cameron said that they were going to make you do for their They were going to make me watch a scary movie with them and then record me while I watched the scary movie. I, thought you, were, oh I thought you had to be alone. Isn't that what they said? I fucking hope not. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> you just have like a, rec- like a camera hidden and watch Because <laughs> I'm telling you, there's this stuff of gold. Like I was like, look over and she'd just be like, <laughs> I don't like it. And I'm like, it's not that bad. Like, I've heard, like, there's way worse out there than yeah. this. And so, but, oh my god, I'm telling you. I haven't seen can, it. If I could get you to, like, to watch The Conjuring, like, one and two, god. I have those. Hell no. It's based on the Warrens. It's good shit. My actually one's on Netflix, just saying. No. But, oh my god. But no, you guys and your Ash and Evil, though, it's whatever. It's actually really entertaining. And, I mean, it's more comedy, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's gory, I don't but it's believe comedy. you. <laughs> It is. They kind of understand that Ash hasn't aged well as a character, and, and so they make him a total it, like, dick. because <laughs> <laughs> like, he always talks about, well, in my day, I like got so much of this and this, and then like, I just love how he talks about at one point. He goes, "It's not that like one of the characters gets this like infected." demonic kind of cursing yeah. and he goes it's a rash I got him all the time in my day I got him all, like on my butt I got him in every kind of place you can get there and you're just like oh my god but and then he like puts shoe polish in his character yeah. like, it's, it's more like comedy than anything but I will say there's some really gory scenes in it but oh, yeah. I mean you will not go to sleep like is there yes, something under my bed yes I will oh god no <laughs> I'm not watching that alone. <laughs> oh my God, I would watch it. Well, I kind of like I'm like an old lady when I watch shows. Like when I just keep them on, because I, I like fall asleep for like a couple episodes. Do you I fall asleep watching horror films? I mean, I did with Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah. <sighs> it's like a horror comedy. It's not a. It's, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Lucy Lawless is in it. I mean, come <laughs> Zena is in it. Like, it's not that bad. But she had her sword and shield out? Uh, she has a sword thing, so <laughs> kind of. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> Listen, Rachel, I'm the voice of reason. <laughs> Amy's corner. Amy's advice corner. Amy's corner. I, I, nobody puts Amy in a corner, so I want to be in a corner. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, 
I just want to watch horror movies. That's all I want to do. What? Okay. All right. You do that. It's so good though. And then you can tell me about them. Yeah. yeah. And I'll listen. <laughs> I think it's well. I think even during it, I try to do that. There's something crawling, and you were like, "Stop it! I don't, don't touch me! I'm just like mad." <laughs> this is a magical wall. Don't go through it. <laughs> just remember, she this was is like, my bubble. She was like, "I told you, I didn't want to see this. I didn't want to see it." And I'm like. Well, I'm sorry. I thought you would kind of like it. No, I don't. I'm like, Jesus. Well, you watched that one movie that... Uh, I'm going on a tangent. I'm sorry. Which movie? Oh, it was nominated the Get Out. Get Out. That's a fabulous movie. Yeah, and I mean, you watched that. That's like a horror It's not movie. gory. There was, was a scene. <laughs> but evil serpent. white people is pretty... I mean, that is fucking terrifying. But well, the scary thing is, like, oh gosh, and like the sleep that they get them into. No. Yeah, sleep. That was where I really got like into the movie. Is when yeah. she's stirring doing her the tea. teapot. Yeah, I, mean, I got. It. I was uh, just like, stop stirring it. Stop! <laughs> oh my god, you don't even have Splenda in that. Right. We all know. <laughs> Splenda. We all know it. You require five Splendas. <laughs> There's no five and a half sugar in the raw. <laughs> I know my sweets, but it's yeah. That was a really good movie. That though. was a good movie. Listeners, go see the movie Get Out. If yes. you haven't, get on that. Go see the movie Get Out. It didn't win uh, an award, unfortunately. It didn't? So no, it was nominated. But it was nominated. It didn't win. But it was nominated in comedy, which it was not. Oh, I did not see that movie as a comedy. I mean, there were some funny elements, yes. but it's I was like, that's comedy. more of a thriller or like this. <laughs> yeah. Drama, yeah. But the Academy doesn't have any, like, genre awards. Yeah, that's so. really weird because, like, what they sometimes consider drama and comedy is, like, yeah. not right. Right. I'm trying to think of, like, other instances. There are a few, but, yeah. So go go give, uh, what's his name? Uh, Peel? Yeah. Jordan, yeah Jordan. Is it Jordan Peel who yeah, directed Jordan it? Peele. Go give Jordan Peel your money. I think he wrote it. Yeah, he, like, wrote and directed it, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go for him. And Chelsea Peretti is his wife, and she's hysterical. <laughs> and Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm telling you, like, you know, I'm it's getting so into. Good. I'm like buying the seasons. It's so good, so I can watch it. Because my goal is to be Gina Linetti. The 100 emoji. The I human equivalent. The equivalent of the, the 100, 100 emoji, emoji plus Donnie Meagle from Parks and Rec plus John, Jack Donahue from Thirty Rock. Those three people. Wow. I strive to be each and every day <laughs> and uh, we all know that i am april ludgate from parks and rec already so i have to you're go. almost there i'm almost that. there yeah yeah although go ahead you you can't always be rude in the career or the professional world so <laughs> in real life advise try not to be and um but the main thing i want everyone to take away from today is don't send pictures of your genitalia <laughs> unless the person you're sending to them you're sending asks them to them asks for them or says hey what you wearing or you know they're asking for it essentially so just that's all i'm saying again no judgment you do your thing but <laughs> be a person too we're also going to make a section on the site so that Amy can just rant about this uh, <laughs> as much as she wants. All um, I ever wanted was my <laughs> Do you want to do it in podcast video or just write it down? I think I do good podcasts. Yeah. I'm better. Yeah. My writing skills, I mean, they're there. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> you people should listen to this beautiful voice. <laughs> Especially it's, with your accents. It's on par with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> so I'll make a... <laughs> I'll make a um, 
a cover photo, and we'll just put it up on the site. Um, and we'll and have Amy's unsolicited advice. <laughs> Amy's unsolicited advice. That sounds I'm like beautiful. That, uh, I have something to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. Oh, <gasps> that was a long episode. That was good. Yay! Was good. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything to plug? Nope. As you know. Um, stay comfortable stay in your PJs and stay watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep binging, you people. <laughs> keep binging. Keep on binging. <laughs> All right. Um, go check out the site. It's absinthactivismarts.wordpress.com. Uh, um, we've got Katie's artwork up. We're going to have uh, Amy's <laughs> advice. Um, go buy my books. Uh, all that good stuff. Um, anything else? Nope. That nope. sounds good. All Nine. right. Uh, until next time, listeners, have a good week. See ya. Later days. Thank you.